Before I even get into the, the fucking episode, man, when I tell y'all it's been a long fucking week, y'all don't even want to know half the shit that happened this week, man. But it's Saturday. What's today's date? The 30th, 31st? I don't even know. But yesterday, I'm finishing up at work. I get into a car accident. Now, it could have been much worse. Now, this goes back to months ago where I told you guys on the podcast where I spoke about the importance of not being on your phone. Phone. Let's clap it up for not being on my phone. Cause shit could have been left. Last week could have been the last episode you motherfuckers got from me. So I'm at work. I'm finishing up, but it's too early. I'm like, it's only four o'clock. Normally I, I get off on Saturdays at about six thirty. And like that's sign number one that some shit is too good to be true. Again, it's four o'clock. I'm heading back. I'm in the company car. Next thing I know, cause matter of fact, l- let me go back. I'm going up the road. And come, it's a two lane street. I'm going one way. There's a car coming from the, from the opposite side. Well, a truck. It was a Ford F one fifty from the opposite side. Kid, kid inside the truck, sixteen years old, no license. I repeat, he's sixteen years old, no fucking license. I'm going up one way. He's coming towards me. He dozes off behind the wheel of his truck. He veers into my lane. I like, of course, you know. The motherfucker coming in my lane, so I honk my horn two times, burp, burp, thinking he going, like, I guess fix up himself or recorrect, rather. But he straightens up his car. He's coming straight towards me. So at that time, I, I put on a hard, like, I blew the horn hard as fuck, and, I, like, I ended up, like, swaying a little bit to the left to avoid the head-on collision, and he took out, he blew out the right side mirror, he did it the right side of the car. He went over the curb, hit the gate, and then he parked near City Hall. We was um near Atlanta in Gwinnett County. And when I tell y'all, man, that shit could have went so far left. Now, I'm describing it right now, but in the moment, everything happened so fucking quick. And that's the importance where I tell you guys to stay off your phone. Because imagine if I was on my phone. In the two seconds I had to react towards him coming to me full, like he's legit coming towards me. He came out his lane, two lane road, coming straight towards me head on. Imagine I had been on my phone. We would have collided head on. I'm going 45. He going 45. That's why I tell you motherfuckers, man, I don't give a fuck if you going up the street, get off of Instagram, get off your phone. Be safe on the road. Like, I hate when I tell motherfuckers, oh, get off your phone. And they tell me, well, you know, I could drive on my phone. I'm used to driving on my phone. That don't mean shit because as a driver, you got to drive for everybody else out here. I was go- I was, I was, was straight. I'm going to speed limit. I'm going smooth. He dozed off behind the wheel. He came towards me. 16 years old, Hispanic kid, no license. He called his dad after the ex- um, after the accident. Come to find out his dad said he's illegal, so he was scared. So, you know, of course, I don't want the child to get deported. I'm a family guy. But, I mean, it's a tough lesson learned at the end of the day. I feel good. I'm safe. You know, I was able to recorrect my car to minimize the the injury on myself and him. Now, of course, I'm a little shook up mentally. But had I not recorrected and veered to the left and angled my my car in the opposite lane 
it would have been a full head-on collision. And at that point, who knows what the fuck would have happened, man. But that's what happened yesterday, man. And I was going to put off the week because, like I said, I'm a little... Like, it, it affected me mentally because I, I started thinking about the what-ifs or, like, what would have happened had I not been able to sway my vehicle and take all the damage on, like, the right side from, like, a side swipe because I turned what could have been a head-on collision into a side swipe. So I was just thinking about what may have happened had I been on my phone, had I looked down to check my phone or some shit. And I'm like, damn, man, it's crazy, man, but... Let's clap it up, man. Like I said, man, life is unpredictable, but sometimes when sometimes you gotta you gotta go and adjust with life, man. But I got a stack show today, man. We seen last week the season premiere of Insecure where it went crazy. Everybody was mad at Issa Rae in the show Insecure because I believe they used they said they used a um a sorority like like the letters, the colors, or some shit. So the fact that I'm not in a fraternity or sorority, I decided to hit up my homegirl who was a part of a sorority. I believe she is part of the Delta, the Divine Nine, I believe, and asked her her opinion. So, okay, so you as part of a sorority, how do you feel about Issa Rae or the show Insecure using the letter jacket, with the letters, the colors, everything, and I believe it was worn by Amanda Seals, who was not part of a sorority. So how do you feel about that? I asked her about that. And also had a, um, a quick conversation with, with um, Queen E. As you guys know, Queen E, you know, every now and then she comes to the show as a guest. And she is also part of the Delta organization. So I asked her, how do you feel about that? But before we get into that, man, let's clap it up one more time, man, for God being on my side. Shit. But like I said, man, sometimes when... When life throws you lemons, you got to make lemonade. And that's a song I want to play, man. My guy, Jonas, that is Y-O-N-A-S, straight out of New York City, dropped a new project, dropped the EP yesterday entitled Skyfall. It's my guy, Jonas, with Lemonade. Yeah. Yeah. All right. They say that love is so elusive Only place you really find it is movies and music Some say a battlefield with scars and bruises Never did believe it till life started to prove it Some say love is meant to connect us all Those the same people I admire and applaud Cause lately I've been feeling like saying fuck it all Till someone catches me, I just let the sky fall It feels like fire and it feels like pain But if I let it go, I want it back again Is it all in my mind? I don't know how it feels It feels like fire and it feels like pain But if I let it go, I want it back again Is it all in my mind? You and I Who am I to judge? What's become of us? I was trying to find the diamond deep inside the rug That don't always work out The way that it's supposed to Life will give you lemons, babe Is it all in my mind? 
want it back again. Is it all in my mind? You and I. Who am I to judge? What's become of us? I was trying to find the diamond deep inside the rug. That don't always work out the way that it's supposed to. Life will give you lemons, babe. I'm just making lemonade. It's not the right time, but we got a lifetime to figure out what we're gonna do. I really love you. Place no one above you. I put that on everything. I'm just making lemonade. It's not the right time, but we got a Again, that was my guy, Jonas. That is Y-O-N-A-S with Lemonade. That is off his new EP, Skyfall. But let's get into the shit. Like I said, man, I hit up my homegirl who was part of the Divine Nine. And I asked her, okay, so you watch Insecure, right? She said, yeah, I do. So I said, how did you feel about the show using sorority letters, the jacket, the whole nine? How did you feel about that? Now, this is what she had to say Let's pull up the clip. Here we go. Again, she is part of the Divine Nine organization. And this is how she feels about Insecure using lettering, the colors, the labels, everything on somebody in the show who is not part of an organization, fraternity, sorority whatsoever. This is what she had to say. So how do I feel about seeing Amanda Seals' character on Insecure wearing the um, letters of AKA? Honestly, when I was watching it, I was taken aback by it because I know that Amanda Seals is not an AKA. And to see her in the full paraphernalia, the letters and the shield on the show um, surprised me. So when I saw it, I was wondering, I said, well, maybe AKA allowed that to happen. And um, at the same time, I thought, well, why didn't they just let her wear the pink and green? Why is she in full paraphernalia? That makes sense. Um, At first I was thinking, oh, it's just a show. But then, you know, as a member of a Greek organization, Mm. as a a member of the Divine Nine. Speak to me. I would have Speak to me. You know, taken aback by seeing someone wearing milers. She's not done. She said, she, let me see. Hold on. One, two. All right. She got a couple more voicemails. I want to play all of them just so you guys can hear from somebody who is part of these organizations. So, like, I was going to come on it because at first I didn't understand. I was like, what's the big deal? Like, we watch shows like Grey's Anatomy. Motherfuckers on there playing doctors, nurses, surgeons. Motherfuckers, they never took a nursing class. They never put an IV in nobody in real life. Denzel Washington played the cop on training day. He wake up every day. He never has to be a cop. He never has to know what it's like to have your life at risk 24-7. So every single show we watch, there's somebody, Jamie Foxx played the president. It's, it's motherfuckers in every single show 
playing or portraying people that they've never done in real life. These jobs, these careers, these organizations. So I didn't understand. That's why I felt like it was important for me to reach out to people who were in, who are a part of these organizations, just so I don't come on here being biased and also so I can be educated on the matter and not come on here looking naive or not doing my due diligence. But let's dive back into what she had to say. I would have been uncomfortable seeing someone who I know is not a member of my organization wearing my letters on national television Mm. On a TV show, knowing okay. that they're not okay. an, a I member of, of my my organization, mm-hmm. honestly. I know it's just a show, and I know that people are coming after Amanda Seals. It's not Amanda Seals' fault. It's not. She's just playing all. the character. She's doing what she's being told to do on her job. I think it's the show's fault. I don't know if they... Um, really understood the the gravity of what they yeah, they were doing. The magnitude. Uh, I understand also that AKA didn't really give them permission to mm. wear the paraphernalia. The director is currently looking into the situation and they're considering suing HBO and the show. Damn. Why are they suing? Well, our letters are, they represent a business because. Mm-hmm. Okay, hold on. Let's finish this out. Like I was saying, our letters are more than just letters that we wear to stroll and step. Our organizations are considered businesses and our letters do represent a brand. Okay. In addition to that, Mm. it took a lot for us to get to be able to wear those letters and to represent our organizations, Mm. which are organizations that have been around for hundreds of years. So we represent a legacy mm-hmm. and we're not just social clubs. Okay. We're a business. We take pride in our organizations and crossing those burning sands. So I stand with AKA with a lot of the members who are upset regarding um, the character on Insecure wearing their paraphernalia. Let's clap it up, man. I think I got a better idea now, a better picture. Now, again, like I said, Queen E is also part of the organization, so I had a quick 10-minute sit-down with her to get her honest opinion on how she feels. So we're going to take a quick break, and I'm going to play you guys that quick 10-minute interview just so you guys can hear from her in a live interview how she feels about the show Insecure. And also, she made a good point, I believe that. You know, she said that she's offended, but not too much because the show Insecure, they kind of paid homage towards it. And it was not done in a way that was malicious. But had it been on the Players Club with Lisa Ray was on on stage, dropping it low, throwing it back. Now, had the letters... You know, the AKA, the lettering, everything been on Lisa Ray, then it then it would have been highly offensive because in the manner of which she was acting in that movie. And I can understand that. But I want to play you guys that quick 10 minute um interview I did with Queen E. And then I'm probably gonna call up my sister. You guys know my sister Lulu, she's an alum of Howard University. Now, we've seen over the past couple of weeks a lot of students at Howard University, they said that, that the dorms are, they're moldy. They're 
they're not livable. You know, it's tore the fuck up. So I want to call my sister up live on the podcast and find out from her herself live. Tell me about them dorms at Howard University. Are the dorms really that bad or are the kids exaggerating those circumstances? And also, do you think that, you know, by you going to that school, do you think that the president of Howard University, the staff, the chairman, whoever will take them kids seriously? Because a lot of the students came out and said that they were locked out the dorms, locked out the dining halls. They can't eat. So it's a lot of shit going on. But um, we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to play for you guys that 10 minute interview I did with Queen E. And then we're going to dive into Howard University and some other shit. I got a stacked podcast for you guys today. I'm still happy to be here. Again, let's clap it one more time, man. For my driving skills and for Jesus. I'll be right back. Oh, I ain't even hit the button. Goddamn. But y'all know this is a new episode, baby. This is a new shit. Brand new LCP. I'll be back. Yeah, yeah. Now, look, this is going to be quick. I just need your opinion on one question. And, like, I think you already have an idea of what I'm going to ask. Now, we don't, we don't got to say who. But we know you're a part of the sisterhood. <laughs> Do you have an idea what I'm going to ask yet? Or no? <laughs> yes. You know what I'm going to ask you. Now, the new season of Insecure started the other day. Mm-hmm. Now, I know you watched the, You told me you watched the episode. Now, I still mm-hmm. haven't watched the episode. But it was an uproar. I think somebody in the show had a jacket from, I don't know, a.k.a. I, I don't know who it was. Mm-hmm. And it was outrage about it. They mad at her. They mad at Issa Rae. And they was like, oh, take the episode down. Why would you do that? So, can you hear yourself? I can only hear myself out of my right <laughs> Okay, okay. So, being okay. So being somebody who was part of, you know, that culture, mm-hmm. let, let's leave it there. What is your opinion on that? On the jacket, the, the letters, whatever you say, being included on Insecure. Be honest. What is your opinion on that? I mean, they've been hitting... Throughout since I want to say probably season one, mm-hmm. um, I remember seeing a mug. Um, no, I'm saying, but how do you feel? Because uh, I was uh, I was going through the con- a lot of people were outraged. How I mean, dare when you? I was watching That's it, I mean, when I was watching it, I did say to myself, "I said she ain't gay," you know, like it was that did dawn across me. Um, I didn't really go and do a fact check right then. I just but what you finished. offended? I mean, it personally. <laughs> I mean, I I can get why some I I mean she wasn't displaying them in a negative manner though, but I can understand why you know like some people feel you know that those type of letters should be you know protected in a sense because they don't I mean they, they don't even let like siblings that's not you know or family members or whatever wear you know like their letters because they felt like you know you haven't earned you don't know anything about the organization and everything like that so. I mean, I can understand why that can be something like if the president or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. state, you know, or, you know, people that are in the higher positions of the organization state like, you know, hey, that's disrespectful. We might need to, you know, check that. So you don't think it's like selective outrage? Because if you look at other shows like Grey's Anatomy been around for how long? About 16, uh-huh. 17, 18 seasons. Mm-hmm. And everybody on there who, who portrays doctors and nurses and surgeons, they never go to nursing school. 
Well, I guess it's something different because it's like you going to school versus like a legit organization based upon what it was founded yeah, for but and I'm, all of yeah, that. But I'm so just it's saying, a lot of back. I think people portraying doctors is worse because they go to school for a long time. No, it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing? No, it's not. Not even a little. How is it not? Because these are organizations that people actually sought out to in regards to... you. You can... It reminds me of like there were shows or movies where you can you know what organization they were trying to in portray based on the colors. Movie, there's somebody portraying yeah, something that what they, they don't used do to in do, real life. I know, but what they used to do is just kind of make fictional um, organizations, but use the same colors or something like that. And people already kind of caught on to what it was, you know. And like, I understand that, but Easter Ray is black, so like like, like I kind of took her doing that as like paying homage. I didn't take it as nothing insultful or nothing. Yeah. That I, I mean, to me, like I said, I saw it. I didn't do a fact check while watching it. I just continued, you know, to enjoy the show. But um, it was something that I, you know, as I saw, I now go on my social media and I'm like, oh, you know, like she wasn't, you know, in that type of thing to where it's like, oh, I can see how that can be controversial. Okay, hold on. Oh, okay, so like, let's stop right there. Okay, so so after you watched it and you went online and you seen it, mm-hmm. but were you offended by it? Were you like, were you angry that she wasn't a Delta or whatever the case was, Sigma. I don't, I don't know the names. Were you angry that she portrayed that, but she wasn't that in real life? Um, I like think personally. I don't blame her. She's an actor. I don't. I don't put no blame. So you blame her. Issa? I, whoever's in charge of wardrobe and the the people that get that, you know, the the writing, all of that, you know, the people who mm-hmm. handle that aspect of things, I think it's something that they could have, you know, I, I I mean, I refuse to believe that they don't have, you know, people around in a circle who's I mean, in yeah, different yeah, organizations. Yeah. They knew, you know what I yeah, mean? They just but, went ahead and just decided we're going to use your organization I mean, anyway. Yeah, Luckily, yeah. it wasn't used in a negative, per, you know, portrayal. It wasn't done and in so, a malicious way at yeah, all. It I mean, wasn't I mean done not malicious, but what I'm saying is, is uh, luckily it wasn't portrayed in a negative manner. However, they mm-hmm. have to get a hold of that type of thing because what can become a problem is if you say, okay, I'm going to let this slide, then if your letters is used in a certain, you know what I'm saying, movie or show or whatever, mm-hmm. and, but it's portrayed in a really negative light, mm-hmm. then it's something that's like, well, y'all should have checked that mm-hmm. back when this happened. So it's something that I don't think they're necessarily saying, oh, we're going to boycott your show. We'll never watch it again. And that this, was that, my next point because no, I want to no, 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 be Because I that, wanted to know everybody who's outraged, are y'all still going to watch the no, season? I, don't, I honestly don't think it's anything of that manner. Don't but let I it be do, fake outrage. Right, but I do think that, and I think based on her being portrayed in a positive light, I, I wouldn't really, you know what I'm saying, necessarily in that manner, but I would say that they should get a handle, and I feel like that's up to their organization um, to kind of get a handle of everything. Yeah, so that way, just to protect them and their letters, just so that in the future, if things are, you know, if their letters or organization is used in the light and then it's used in a mm-hmm. negative light, then they can kind of be like, hey, you know, it's already trademarking this standard third. So, I mean, that's just something that it just brings awareness. And, it's, and I mean, that's something that their organization's going to handle. I have, you know, I feel like I mean, it brings awareness. But like I said, to me, I, I took it as paying homage. I understand, I you mean, know, it was, it's, it's kind I didn't, of a, I, didn't, I didn't look at it. Like I said, they wasn't, it wasn't anything negative that was yeah. portrayed. She wasn't on there fighting or doing I mean, ghetto. but they definitely, it, they need to, it needs to get handled. Because, yeah, yeah luckily it was somebody like Issa Rae and her, or her you know what I'm saying? 
in, that's you know, doing the writing. But so it, no, mind, but what's going to happen? It's but what's going to happen is, is if they let it slide, mm-hmm. then you're going to see more other shows, and it might not always be that positive. Um, I agree. Outlet. I agree. And now you're going. It, it might be shown in a negative light, and exactly. it kind of changes. I mean, the whole it's like you know, your letters on somebody that said, I don't know, Players Club. It's just mm-hmm. something that you just. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's I, I get it. I get it. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I'm I mean, not but then on the, the flip side too, like I've seen a lot of people that, that said, oh, you know, like this like this organization, I'm a part of it and I'm not offended. Yeah, I mean, I didn't watch it kind of was like, oh my God, you yeah. know, like and just got the tweet. No, I'm just I, saying, I, those, those I that's mad, it. don't don't watch the season. No, leave <laughs> I mean, the season alone. No, Stop because, watching. well, not even that, this wasn't the first time that that popped up, you yeah. know what I'm saying, throughout that show. I've seen it before on a mug, I believe that yeah, Molly yeah. was drinking or something like that. So it's not the first time, but what I'm saying. So why now? Because like I you said, because, since season one, it's been shown. I think because it got more sensitive over the years. Because I think it's it been got shown. because been shown. she was wearing it. But then it was like throughout the whole entire. It was like different wardrobes. It was yeah. like first it started off with the colors. Then it was like, boom, letters. You know what I'm saying? Like it just kind of threw me. And then when I saw the letters, I was like, oh, she's just rocking the jacket. <laughs> Brand new LCP. She rocking the jacket. I like mean, I said, to me, it wasn't that serious. But again, I'm not part of that culture. That's why I wanted to have you on, because I feel like, OK. You know, you I can mean, give me better be a, insight. That's what I said. I understand. I, I understand. I kind of understand both sides too, because, like you said, they do got to get a hold of it. Because if this was the Players Club and it's like Lisa Ray on stage and she <laughs> and she t- and, and you know negative, she's yeah, stripping, yeah, it's, it's a negative light. So that I mean, I feel like I feel they'll they'll get a handle of it, and I'm sure they're making precautions and taking those um you know steps to. handle I it. mean, they will, but we're gonna see how it go. But like I said, those that's outraged about it and you complaining. <laughs> Don't watch the rest of the season. That's how I feel. Brand new LCP. That's all I had to ask you. We're going to take a break. We're going to be back. Yeah, yeah, man. We back, man. Now, I told you guys before the break that I was going to call up my sister again, who was a Howard alum. Now, she went to Howard University, which is in Washington, D.C. That is a prestigious HBCU black campus. But recently, there has been stories coming out from the students who go there currently about the living conditions on the dorms. Now, students have said that the living conditions are so bad to where they mentioned rats, roaches, and also mold. And right now, they're, I believe they're having protests. Um, yesterday, Jesse Jackson, Reverend Jesse Jackson, he was there yesterday. He ended up falling down, hitting his head. He was being transported to the, they said, the emergency room to get taken care of. It's a lot of shit going on on the campus, man. But before I call her my sister, again, my sister Lulu, she's my blood sister. She is an alum of Howard University. To find out, are the dorms really that bad? But I want to play for you guys the news story. For you, for you guys out there who may be living under a rock and may be unaware of this topic, but this is from Fox 5, Washington, D.C. Sit-in over poor housing conditions. Fox 5's Jacqueline Matter joins us now live from Blackburn Center on campus with more. Jacqueline. 
Hey there, Angie. We are talking rats. We're talking roaches, mold. Those are just some of the issues that students here at Howard University are complaining about. Now, we were previously at the protest earlier. We were kicked off campus, so now we're standing outside of the Blackburn Center, which is right behind this building here. That is where dozens of protesters are sitting outside. Many more are sitting inside of the Blackburn Center who can't leave or risk losing their efforts. Videos sent to Fox 5 shows water pouring out of pipes, expired air filters with mold and mildew. Look at this. Like, are you serious? And mushrooms growing on ceilings and walls, with tuition being nearly $50,000 a year. That is crazy. Frustrated with how Howard University's administration has handled the situation. <laughs> Many students we spoke to want to remain anonymous mm. out of fear of getting expelled. Sent her entire room flooded. Close friend of mine, same thing, roof collapsed. Mold in the dorms. And in the meantime, they were not concerned with how she was getting by. The Great wow. Live Movement, a coalition of students from historically black colleges and universities, originally invited faculty and school officials to a town hall Tuesday night to address their concerns. Instead, police arrived on campus to try to remove students. All Students are now demanding an in-person meeting with administrators wow. by the end of the month, voting power for student representatives on the board of trustees, mm. and further discussion of housing plans for future students. Howard University tweeting a statement saying in part they support the right to a peaceful protest, and during a student town hall, a small group interrupted the constructive dialogue and instigated the sit-in. They went on to say they have sat down with student leaders for lunch to open up a conversation about their concerns over the past two weeks. Why am I paying full tuition when all my classes are online? Could have been doing that back home. Students say their protests have remained peaceful, wow. even when administrators threatened to expel students if they did not leave the building before noon on Wednesday. Instead, hundreds more went inside. At one point, campus police blocked food, water, and resources from coming into Blackburn, where the students were gathered. For nearly every student Fox 5 spoke with, they all say they will not leave until their demands are met. I'd rather get kicked out of school, but no, I got kicked out of school, but now I'm looking back on news or looking back at my friends and they're like, oh, you know, I'm sorry you got kicked out, but, you know, we have housing that doesn't have mushrooms, doesn't have fungi, doesn't have, you know, stuff like that. You know, buildings aren't leaking anymore. Now, we did get our hands on. I got a call on my system, man. Like I said, that is from Fox 5, Washington, D.C. Now, as they said, Tuition at Howard is almost $50,000 a year. So to be paying those living conditions. And also, they said that they, like they are still paying full price for college, like for semesters, when mostly everything is online. So let me call in my sister right now. Let me see if I can find a number. Because we got to get to the bottom of this, man. We got to get to, here we go. Got to get to the bottom. Make sure we connect it. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. All right. I, I, look, I just need your opinion real quick because, like wait, I said, it's wait. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? When you started talking, it got um fuzzy. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. All right. Now, hold on. But before I even start to ask, wait. What year did you graduate Howard University? What year was it again? 
I graduated in 2018. All right. So what I want to know is now, because I, like, I'm sure that you are aware of everything that's going on now, but like during the years you went to Howard University up until the time you graduated, like, like how were the dorms? Were the dorms this bad? Because the students are saying that it's mold, it's rats, it's roaches, it's like mushrooms growing inside the dorms. Like, was it this bad when you went there? So like there always was a dorm issue, issues with the dorms. And some dorms are older than others. So, like, when I started, they had, like, built two new dorms, one for the freshmen and one for sophomores. Mm-hmm. But all the other dorms were old. Um, I did have um, some instances that I experienced with, like, friends who, like, had their dorms flooded. or Flooded um, how? From, like, rain? Places. How was it flooded? From, like, rain or, like, no, plumbing? Like, I guess, like, I, I can't remember the exact, like, incidences, but mm-hmm. um, from, like, pipes, old pipes bursting and things like that. I remember when I was in um, one of the dorms my sophomore year, um, it's, they sold the dorm. They sold that dorm since then. Wait, they sold um, so it? It's, yes. Okay. That's another story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they sold that dorm since then. I remember, like, right after we had the big storm like mlk like weekends mm-hmm. um that year um and then like we had like no heat for like maybe like a couple of days because like something like broke like mm-hmm. in the in the pipes or something i guess it was like the the hot water or whatever you heat but, so like, you had no heat into- there was no heat at all yeah yeah, it was like a it was like a few days, and they let us know in like the loudspeaker, yeah. like if you need extra blankets mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I, you know how mommy is. Oh, you got a layer up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm no, but I'm saying, but but like based on what you're saying right there, like to me that's the issue because um, I be, wait, I believe that wait the um the tuition for Howard, how much is it? Is it around fifty thousand a year? Like, what's the tuition at Howard University? Probably that or a little. Higher, yeah. I mean, yeah, but it's again, between forty-eight to sixty or something like that. Yeah, but if it's fifty thousand a year, if you look at all the kids that go there, that's a lot of money. So to like to not have those dorms, like you know, up to par and like not in proper living condition, when like students are paying, like Howard ain't cheap. Howard is not cheap to go mm-hmm. to. So for like, if students are paying upwards of fifty thousand dollars a year. To attend that school, those dorms got to be in tip-top shape. I don't care, you know, what else goes on there. Like, the living conditions, those, like, they got to be in tip-top shape. Yeah, I agree. Because, like, that's, like, when you're in college, that's, like, your life. Like, that's how yeah. you live. Yeah, that's like, your that's home. That's a big part of, like, your mental health state. Like, mm-hmm. you need to come back to a place where you can have peace at night because everything else is falling apart around you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you hear what happened last night? Where Jesse Jackson was there last night protesting on um, with the students, and he fell down. He hit his head. He got took into the mer. Did you hear about I that saw. last night? I heard about that on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Now, n- now, like I said, the fact that you went there, like knowing like the administration, like the president at Howard University and stuff like that, like, do you think that something will get done, or will like will these students be suspended or expelled? Because like that's their fear. I- I don't. I don't think the students are going to be expelled. I don't think they' that dumb. What about suspended? Because they scared. What about suspended? Because like they scared about that being suspended. I I can. I feel like they just using their power and their words to threaten the students. Like you can. I wish they would 
right. but do they have There's, power? Because I, I mean, because I think they, I think they have the power. I feel like they won't do that because it's so much attention right yeah, now. Yeah, that's true. Like you, it's going to be embarrassing. Student, you look crazy. Yeah. Like, you're going to, that's, that's a, a media, like. Now it is, like, a, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can't do that. Like. All right, so, 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 so now. So now, wait, you said you graduated in what year? Was it 2017, 2018? What year was it? 2018. Okay, so now going back to 2018, like like if you put yourself in like the shoes of like those who attend the school now, like if you was in a dorm and like like your living conditions was this bad, like would you tolerate it or like would you also be a part and join the protests that are happening now? Oh no, I would definitely have to be a part of the protest. I would not tolerate that because, um, like I, like when I was going there in 2018, there was a protest going on my senior year, but that was with the them stealing the money. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! Who stole the money? The students were stealing the money, or the school was stealing money? No, so I, re- I don't know if you remember the scandal with Tyrone, like. With oh, I remember it vaguely. Office. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that was my senior year. Um, with all of that, and like they were just like protesting, and like they want some demands met. Like, these students now, they want, like, three simple demands met. And I feel like the big issue with the president is, like, he wants to say... Is he black? He's black, right? The president is black over there? Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, he's from... I think he's from Trinidad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And he he used to go to Howard, like, years ago. Mm -hmm. But he's really, like... He's not... He's just, like, a president. Like, he don't even be talking to us. Like, he just... Oh, so he distant. He distant. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, you know, and all this, all this other money and like celebrity support we get in. I feel like he, I don't know what he's gonna do about this because, like, literally, it's like a. It's big right now. It's, it's a, right like, now. It's a big story. It's a big story. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, and maybe this is something. You, in order, like, for Howard to listen, like, you need to make it known. Like, yeah. In yeah. Media. You, you, other yeah. Other than that, they will just look at you like you crazy and mm-hmm. then gaslight you and then dismiss you. So... I mean, you right now, the last thing I want to ask you now, I just played the news story on the podcast. Now, there was a student there that said that, I guess that this semester, most of the classes are online classes, but they are still paying high tuition as if they were still going to class in class. So, like, like, how do you feel about that? Do you think that, like, that um, tuition should um, still be the same for online classes, even though you are not physically going to, like, to those classes in person? Yeah, I don't think it should be the same. I would have stayed home. <laughs> I mean, like, I didn't know. that's what he said too. No, that. that's what like, he said too. But he said that, like, you know, that he said that um he could have stayed home in his state instead of going to Howard University, but having all your classes be online. So like you, like you did, you physically on the campus, but you're not going to class. You just in your dorm room, basically. Yeah, I, I can see for like the freshman or sophomore mm-hmm. wanted to be on campus because of the college experience. Yeah, and they still have like clubs and organizations running things. I understand that if mm-hmm. you physically want to be in person to like have that college experience because two years we've been in a pandemic. Yeah, um, and yeah. even like freshmen who started two years ago, they don't even know how because they were a freshman when the pandemic started. Oh, so, so they wasn't there. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I understand wanting to physically be there mm-hmm. to to get the the HBCU Howard experience, but yeah. who I don't know, like. Yeah, I feel like that's a mm, that's administration. 
yeah, I would have made all the professors go back and teach in person because that's like that's a way of not wanting to. This is, I feel like it's a lazy day. It is. It's lazy. You know? It's lazy. And I, and I mean, to me, it's kind of messed up because if you have kids going there but not physically going to class, but like you still charging them full prices, to me, that's greedy. Like it it's comes scam, off as greedy. Right. Yeah, it's a scam. Basically, <laughs> that's the proper word. It's a scam. Yeah. I mean, but like I said, you know, I, I guess, you know, because like right now the story's big, it's in the news. So I guess like over the upcoming weeks, like, like we're going to see how it go. Like we're going to see if Howard University, yeah. if they kind of fix the dorm. Because like I said, with tuition being that high, like no child, no student, I don't care if you're a freshman, junior, senior, should have to go and live in the dorms and have to deal with, you know, with flooding, with roaches, with mold. Because they were showing it too. Like they was like physically taking yeah. like Snapchat videos on Instagram. Like you see like like the rats run out the dorms. It's crazy. So like I said, we're gonna see how it go. But that's why I called you because I know you went there. I wanted to get your opinion from somebody who actually went to the school who can actually, you know, tell me firsthand if those conditions were like that. But like I said, that's why I called you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. Right. <laughs> I call you back. All right. All right, bye. Bye. Let's clap it up one more time for my sister living man. I forgot about that scam she was talking about. Like when she, damn, that was a, yeah, that was a scam. She's talking about with Tyrone where, like, I think he was a student who who lived there and he was taking money from the students. It was some crazy shit going on, man. But, oh, man, to go from that, man, there was a man in New Jersey. Now, I always tell you guys to be safe, be mindful, be aware, and just be alert in, in your surroundings. Now, there was a man from New Jersey. He went to the casinos. He won $10,000. Let's clap it up for that 10 G's. Like that, in the world we live in now, especially depending on who wins it, that is life-changing money. But this man was followed home from the casino. Again, he played the casino. He won 10 G's. And he was followed home by a black man. And that's the shit that pissed me the fuck off. Man, I hate when it's my own people. When it's my own kind doing that. He was followed home I think he he was he followed this man home about 50 minutes, 50 miles or some shit. He followed him home 3.30 in the morning. When the guy got home, ended up shooting him dead. Let's do this man. That's what I always tell you guys, man. Matter of fact, hold up. I think I, think I got the story pulled off for a quick second. I want you guys to hear this story. New Jersey man followed home from a casino, murdered during an attempted robbery health insurance like i want you guys to hear this shit firsthand i'm only gonna play a little bit to kind of give you guys a little background story on this motherfucker but again that's why i tell you guys to be safe be aware and be alert because no matter where you're going if you can feel safe you can feel like okay i've been here tons of times before but until shit actually happens like you can't you never you can never be too comfortable understand you know if you go to the concert you go to a casino you want to feel comfortable you want to feel as if you can feel safe but we live on earth again this story is from eyewitness news abc seven stated and in mourning after the 54 year old was murdered during an attempted robbery police say spree aravapelli was followed to his home in middlesex county after winning big at a casino in pennsylvania mm. but when he got to his house police say a man ambushed aravapelli for his money a suspect is now in custody his relatives held a service for the victim today eyewitness mm-hmm. news reporter mm-hmm. uh, new jersey reporter anthony johnson live in plainsboro with more anthony 
Yeah, David, if you take a look around me, this is certainly not the kind of neighborhood that you would expect a crime like this. To it's a nice neighborhood, too. But like I tell you guys, I don't give a fuck what kind of neighborhood you live in. You are not exempt from crime. Act of murder. Now, Sri Avravapali was a well-known pharmaceutical CEO who was best known as a family man and a person who served his community. He was gunned down in his home by a man who followed him from the Parks Casino in Ben Salem, Pennsylvania on Tuesday with the intention of robbing the 53-year-old man who apparently won money while gambling. The I want to end it right there. But I, like I said, man, please be aware of your surroundings because I'm sure now this guy lived in a nice neighborhood. He was the, C, the CEO of a pharmaceutical company. So I don't know if he had the quote unquote street smarts to be aware and be alert of these surroundings. But you got to be aware because for somebody to follow you out of the casino, you go in your car, he go to his car, he follows you still like 50 minutes turn for turn he's following you and to not be aware and again i'm not victim shaming i will never do that this man lost his life sadly he can never come back from that but i would be wrong if i don't use this situation as a way to kind of make you guys be mindful and be alert of the situation now before i dive into some more shit man Again, you guys out there who support the podcast, you guys can support the podcast. Man, my cash app is dollar sign NYC story 718. You guys can click the link in the bio or the description of this podcast episode. It says become a supporter. You can become a supporter for as low as 99 cents a month. That is only $12 a year to support your favorite indie podcaster. You can also support for $4.99 or $9.99. Again, every Dolly, you guys contribute. It goes towards making a better show, towards creating future episodes, keeping that top-notch sound quality you guys have come to love. Now, I want to talk for a second about Brittany Renner. Now, you guys who have listened to the podcast, you guys know who I'm talking about. She was the one who had a baby with um Charlotte Hornets forward PJ Washington. He plays in the NBA. She had a baby with him, got married to him. Soon as the baby was born, she filed for divorce, and now he has to pay child support for the next 18 years. Now, I'm going to boo this motherfucker. Now, I'm not booing Brittany Renner because, like, she's known for doing that stupid shit. But I, I'm booing PJ Washington. I know some of you, wait, why are you booing the man? I'm booing the man because, again, like, we know it's certain women out here. The quote unquote Instagram models, the Instagram beauties who do this kind of shit where they find a guy on the cusp of fame or a guy who's quote unquote made it. They prey on him. They have a child with him. And then they take his money. But again, like, man, we know this. And like, I'm not going to act as if men can't make better decisions. Like I've come on here before and I said, Women choose the man they have kids with. The same thing for men. You choose who you have kids with. So if you see someone's history is that they 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 find men with money, they use them, they take advantage. But now you jump on that train just because this person is famous, they're sexy, and you want a piece of that. And now when the shit happens to you, now you want to backtrack and act as if. 
You know, she took advantage. She, she used me. You knew beforehand what it was. And that'd be my issue. Now, Brittany Renner, she was on the podcast. We know DJ Academics. He is very known. He is notable in the culture. He has a podcast on Spotify called Off the Record. And Brittany Renner, she went on there and she spoke about that. She spoke about the fact that, you know, that she don't like how the press makes it seem as if she took advantage and she used them. And I kind of understand because she said, if you want to hit me raw, there are consequences. Now, does she have bad intentions? Does she have ill intentions? And um, does she plan to use these men for money? Yes. But like she said, these men have a decision as well. We've seen this time after time with, uh, what's his name, Rapper Future, where he has a child with a woman. Then he complains, yo, she used me. All she wanted was the baby and the money. But yet you had raw sex with her. And that's my issue. But I want to play for a second. This is what Brittany Renner said on the podcast, Off the Record, hosted by DJ Academics on Spotify. This is Brittany Renner. 16 and 20. He probably don't even know he's going to like the fuck. Was he in the league at that time? No, he he was still at Kentucky. Okay. And you're Brittany Renner who he's seen all over the fucking media with these people. Okay, so this is what I really get so fucking annoyed about is like, so when do you as men take accountability? Mm, I want to pause for a second and clap. Because when I talk about accountability, it goes both ways. It's not just a woman. Like I said, women choose who they have kids with. But the men play a 50-50 chance in that as well. I want to say it again. Like, God forbid, you know, if you were raped or something like that, then you kind of lose, you know, your right, quote unquote, to actually give your consent. But when you willingly lay down with somebody, I don't give a fuck if you do it because you think you're in love with that person or if you just do it. Because, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm having sex with this girl I've seen on Instagram for years. That is your fault. Because I understand that some of these young men that get praised upon are 17, 18 years old. I understand that. But when you are seen as a top-notch elite star athlete since the age of about 9 or 10 years old, there should be people in your circle constantly making you aware of what can happen because of your star power and how much your star power is going to consistently grow. Look at LeBron James. He's been a top-notch elite athlete in local media and in mainstream media since he was about 10, 11 years old. We haven't seen no babies pop up here and there. Now, again, I don't know if he got babies on the low. I don't know. But you have to have people in your circle to make you cognizant and to make you aware that is women out here that prey upon these men. And if those men don't know that, then who, then whose fault is it? Because we're going to have people everywhere that try to prey upon men or women who they think is quote unquote a cash come up. But again, we have to have people in these circles who play a part and let these men and women know that there are people out there who are preying upon you for your money. But let's dive back into what Brittany Renner said. Again, this is the podcast off the record hosted by DJ Academics on Spotify. Old enough to ride this ride. You want to fuck with me. You want to 
you want to come at me. You want to fuck me raw. So why are we, why are we babying men who make decisions for themselves? I, like I told you, I was on birth control up until I had a conversation with my baby father. So what do you, so what do you think happened? So the I imagine like I, like I got a leg women. lock him. No, let me The majority like, of men and stop women it. are different. Come no, stop. Now. No, you, it's because men and women are held to different standards. Y'all want to look at a 20-year-old who wanted to fuck. I was 26 when I met him. You want to fuck with me? Here's what it is. Nope. Like, stop acting like someone had to pull the wool over his eyes. I was exactly who I am right now. Until, stop. Let me finish. Was there was, there, I, I have no reason to be, I, I have no reason to lie about any, anything that I've done or the person that I am. And I believe in full transparency. The, the ideal relationship to me is to my, for my partner to know everything about me. So please stop playing this victim narrative. If I want to end it right there, but I want to clap it up because you guys know I don't like Brittany Renner. But one thing I would never do, I cannot be biased. Everything she said in that clip was facts. Now, if you guys want to hear the whole thing again, you guys can go to Spotify. It's um, off the record podcast hosted by DJ Academics. Now, like I said, I don't want to be biased because everything she said was one thousand percent factual. As a man, a spe- but like I said. But going back to the whole situation, like if you look at the whole thing in totality, this is the woman. She's had this image for a long time. It was like when, um, what was the girl's name? Superhead. Remember the girl that was giving head and shit like that. And like all like the rappers and the NBA stars and the ballers, they were trying to get with her. And then they all got mad when she put them in her book. She, you know, she wrote a book and she included all of their names in her book. But you knew what the fuck was coming. You knew it already. And that's my issue with the men out here in regards to that. For example, if I'm a, I'm an up and coming athlete and there's a woman out here who's known to use men, celebrity men, high profile men for money, have kids with them, you know, take their money, finesse them. And I know that because everybody has social media. I know that. So Because now you have a chance to get with this woman who you've seen online for years. Like you cannot get so excited and so happy. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm getting Brittany Renner to where you want to have a child with her. Where you get overcome with joy, excitement, and you feel special that someone who you've seen for years online, this quote unquote celebrity now has taken an interest in you because when you get like that as a man, you make you make decisions like PJ Washington. When you have a child with a woman, you marry her, and now she divorces you as soon as she has the baby. And now she's probably gonna put you on child support. So now you basically her personal piggy bank for the next 18 years. Let's boo this nigga, man. You gotta stop making decisions like that, man. Brand new LCP. That's all I'm gonna say, man. But Britney Spears, man, going from Britney to Britney. Now, Britney Spears. You know, she was big in the news the past couple months, you know, with her whole situation with her dad, you know, having control over her life. But on Halloween, man, on Halloween, man, she dressed up as a murder victim. Like, make it make sense. When I seen the pictures, I'm like, I know you lying. Ooh, you a lie. Like, to dress up as a murder victim. Victim. I know some of you guys are gonna say, "Well, she did it to be creative. She was a she had a murder mystery plot." And no, no, boo. 
Do not dress up as a damn murder victim. I'm going to say one. Do not dress up as a murder victim. Now, it's certain things that I believe should be off limits. Like to dress up as somebody dead, is that foreshadowing? Like to me, that could like that's 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 that sends bad vibes out to the culture. That sends bad vibes out to dress up as somebody who was murdered. Because now, God forbid, something happens next week, then that picture is kind of eerie. It's kind of scary, man. But like I said, man, I appreciate you guys, man, for stopping by the lunchroom for another week, man. This is LCP podcast hosted by your man Johnny Shorts. You guys can support at Cash App Dollar Sign NYC Story Seven One Eight. You guys can repost, reshare. Just man, do your job, man. I really appreciate you guys, man. Like I said, those that listen to the podcast, those who always contribute, who stay tuned in, I believe that it is your job. To show love and keep these episodes coming, man. I'm an indie podcaster. I don't have a big network. I don't have the Charlemagne, the God Black Effect Network, whatever the fuck his shit is called. Where, you know, where he helped boost these these um these podcasters. I'm independent. I do this shit by myself. I invest so much time, so much effort to kind of keep these episodes coming. Again, we closing in on episode 100. Man, these episodes are free. I try to. Give you guys some great information, great content, high quality sounding podcast. I do it all myself, man. So for you guys out there who really love, appreciate, and care about the podcast, if you guys just repost the podcast, let your friends know, you know, just do your best to spread awareness, man. Again, these episodes are free. You guys can get bonus episodes by clicking on the bonus episodes in Apple Podcasts and you can become a part of Lunchroom Plus. Again, these episodes are free, but you guys out there, man, who go above and beyond, man, I love you guys. I appreciate y'all, man. And it means a lot. Like I said, the fact that I'm an independent podcaster, man, like when I see motherfuckers out there share the podcast or even send me words of advice and your know, last episode was dope, like that means a lot, man. Because it lets me know that the hard work I'm putting in the effort to get these um these these real topics, these real conversations, as well as the humor out to you guys weekly, that it means something. And the best way to show that um that something is appreciated is to sh- is to just show love, man. It's like when your favorite artist released a, like a project. Like if you're not sharing it, if you're not you know checking it out, then. You are not fully appreciating that artist because nobody wants to release content. You know, if I'm a rapper and I'm releasing a project and ain't nobody listening to it or, you know, people listening to it, but they're not helping spread how dope your fucking song is. You guys, the listeners, those who support, you guys have a job because... The same thing with TV shows. Like, how many times have we seen where somebody watch a TV show, the TV show good as hell, but then after one season, the show get canceled. Then everybody rushes online. Oh, my God, I love that show. Why is it not coming back? Because you guys didn't do a good enough job supporting, helping spread the word so that the people who make that show can continue to be invested in that show because they see the love. They see the appreciation, man. So you guys out there, man, who continue to show love, spread love, uh, it means a lot. I mean, I love that shit, man. 
Again, it's your man John A. Shelf, LCP, Lunchroom Chatter Podcast. Man, I'm back the end of the week, probably Friday or Saturday with a bonus episode. That 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 episode is going to be exclusive to Lunchroom Plus on Apple Podcasts, man. It's your man John A. Shelf. We checking out. Brand new LCP.